0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Joining us right now on the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Stores guest line. They are truly steps beyond convenient. Uh, you hear her on ESPN Radio, and you can read her work online with ESPN as well. There, uh, she is Sarah Spain. Sarah, thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. Sure thing, guys. Uh, is, look, Chicago, I, I don't know if. I know obviously you, you're a big Chicago uh, sports fan. Um, and I don't know if South Florida has totally embraced Chicago. That is that whole Wade thing going on. Uh, but uh, there seemed to be at least because they, they, people in South Florida don't love Cleveland for, for, other, for other reasons. Uh, <laughs> I, I, and I'm just, uh, you know, what I, where I wanted to start here with you, though, was th- this World Series thing for you, is it surreal? Um, that the Cubs are not only where they are right now, but they are favored in this series. They were favored in this series, uh, even though they didn't have home field advantage because they they were the, they were the better, they were the best team in baseball this season.
2: Yeah. I like how you basically intimated that you guys are rooting for the meteor down there, which is nice. Uh, (laughs) and I don't blame you. I don't blame you. You've lost two of your favorite guys to our cities. Um, yeah, it is kind of surreal, and, and I, I was trying to explain this on my podcast. Like, my, my biggest moment of concern during the entire postseason was when they, the Cubs had a 2-1 lead over the Giants, and it was game four, Giants were up, and the Cubs were on like a sixth-inning drought. Um, didn't seem like they were going to come back. That's the game, of course. They came back to win the series with a ninth-inning um, explosion. But that was the most worried I'd been. And that includes when they were actually down two games to one to the Dodgers. It includes when they had 22 scoreless innings. I felt this moment of zen, this calmness. And um, it's sort of inexplicable. And so the whole thing has been surreal because you'd think I'd get more and more nervous with each passing game. And instead, uh, I'm really just enjoying all of it. Very odd.
0: Sarah, I'm firmly on Team Petty. But I find that, that it, it, only, <laughs> it only extends to Cleveland. It, it doesn't extend to Good. Chicago for okay. whatever reason. I, but yet, I'm I'm struggling to root for the Cubs because of the whole Bartman thing and you guys being the favorites but acting like the underdogs. Talk talk me into my fandom for for the Cubs this World Series.
2: Well, the Bartman thing is something that's perpetuated by national media. In the moment, in the craziness of that game, because of Moises Alou's reaction, because of the way the people in the ballpark removed him and hit him. Um, I think there were Cubs fans who at one point sort of blamed him, even though everyone around him was also reaching for the ball. And that was really mostly due to Moises to reaction. Um, shortly thereafter, everyone came to their senses and said, look, Alex Gonzalez is the one who bungled what should have been a double play. The team is the team that didn't get it done. It has nothing to do with Bartman. And it was only in the insistence, the repeated insistence of the media, locally and nationally, to try to get him to come out and apologize or get him to come out and throw a first pitch and all's forgiven. forgiven, um, despite the fact that he has repeatedly said since the very beginning he has no interest in ever speaking on it and just leave him alone. Um, that's not Cubs fans. That's not a reason not to root for the Cubs. It has nothing to do with the Cubs fans. It has everything to do with, the fact that I, I did a bunch of features for sports Center, and when the editors went to put them together, they included a Bartman clip in all of them, even though there was no reference to them, right? It's just an easy <laughs> visual for national media to go to when they want to reference Cubs' failure. It has nothing to do with the fans. So the Bartman thing should not prevent you from rooting for the Cubs. As for being frontrunners and acting like underdogs, that's actually an odd situation for fans to be in because we are the biggest underdogs in the history of sports, regardless of our 103-win record. Um, So, yeah, we're simultaneously the favorites and the underdogs, which is sort of hard to reconcile. And if you're a Cubs fan and you're used to rooting for teams and having things go wrong and you're used to feeling the energy be sucked out of a building during something like a Bartman situation or when things go wrong, you realize that the only thing that's fair for this team that's proven to you over and over and over again that they can come back from behind, that they can win in crazy ways, is to give them the energy that they've given us all year, which is to have a little bit of swagger. Uh, we wouldn't serve our team very well to come in, you know, clenching our sphincters because things haven't gone well for 108 years. Um, so I don't think that's a good reason not to root for us either. I think the fans are just trying to come in and have a better attitude than they've had in years past when they are waiting for the other shoe to drop because it is a good team, and they do deserve us to believe in them.
0: Sarah, uh, indulge me here for a second. I, I, I was born in Chicago, uh, South Southsider, but um, I, I grew up in Texas. I think Cleveland needs this more than Chicago. Here's, here's my shortened reason why. If Cleveland, if the city of Cleveland won the next five pro sports titles, the response for the rest of America would be, yeah, so what? You still have to live in Cleveland. Sarah, these people <laughs> need this, right? Right? Can, can you see that at least?
2: I mean, I love the contortions people are putting themselves through to try to find a reason not to root for the fan base that hasn't won in a (laughs) century-plus. The longest-running losers in the history of any sport ever, and you're finding any way possible to make it sound like we're not the deserving ones of this. Uh, Yeah, of course, Chicago is a billion times better than Cleveland, and whether or not we win this World Series, it's still going to be a billion times better. It's going to have a lot going for it. But in the end... I don't think that I mean, Cleveland just won a title. Let's not get greedy, Cleveland. like, like you, you you had something, you could still celebrate that up until June when a new when a new champion is crowned. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but I think you could say that about any city that's had struggles, you know. Could Detroit win every single title of everything? I guess, probably. What about <laughs> Buffalo? They need some love. You know what I mean? San Diego has got the longest drought, I think it is, with with Buffalo. But no one cares about San Diego because it's warm and you could go to the beach year-round. So no one really cares if your sports teams are bad or not. Right. Um, yeah, you got I the mean, gas lamp a...
1: district. I mean, <laughs> right. I mean what I do you need? Yeah,
2: Exactly. Right exactly just just uh go get a beer with your feet in the sand and you'll feel better but um I, I think of all the contortions people have tried to use that might be the best one but i'm still not giving it to you all right, all right.
0: well thank you though yeah thank,
1: well, uh, i mean well the, <laughs> other, the other the other one though is that uh, that the white Sox did win in '05, right i mean do they not count how does that work
2: well they count as a team in chicago that won but if you're a cubs fan you're not a White Sox fan, right, so yeah. oh, that does true. nothing for your century-plus drought.
1: Oh, yeah, but the city, right, that's well, true. But there was that graphic like saying, There was that, like graphic saying, that oh,
2: didn't show the White like, Sox. Yeah, like, no one should care about the Mets because the Yankees have won 27
0: titles. But didn't they in 86? Didn't they in 86? Like, my parents were big. My parents are both from New York, and, and they remember 86, and they tell me that this is different because back then they were both Yankees fans living in the Bronx, and they were still rooting for the Mets because it was cool. Like, the city I mean, rallied I lived around it. it.
2: I, lived in, I lived in L.A. when the White Sox won, and I was happy for them. I was like, hey, it's still Chicago. That's cool. But that doesn't make a Cubs fan feel any better about having the longest drought in the history of sports. I, you know, I, their their successes don't don't reflect on us.
1: All right. Well, all right, now here, one other thing we need to get to with you before you go. We're talking to Sarah Spain here. You can follow her work at ESPN. W you can catch her on television and on radio uh, in ESPN's multiple, multiple platforms here. Uh Dwayne Wade, like, like he has, he's bought into the Chicago thing, like full fledged since he's gone back. <laughs> he's got videos out. Right. Like, I mean, it's not quite to the LeBron degree where LeBron, you know, those four years in Miami were just like, he just woke up, you know, 2010, he woke up yeah. in 2014 in Cleveland. But, but Dwayne is selling this pretty hard. The, the one thing about it with Dwayne though, is I, I never sensed before this that Chicago ever really totally embraced Dwayne. I mean, he, he played his high school ball outside the city you know, it just, it, it felt like, it's always felt like Rose, and when Rose was drafted by them, obviously Dwayne was with sort of the hated Heat. But had, how, is, how does Chicago feel about Dwayne Wade right now, in your view?
2: Well, there was a stretch where we did claim Wade as, as a Chicago guy, and people kind of rooted for him because of that. And then when when the whole thing went down, where he claimed that he did have every intent to come to Chicago and it just didn't work out, and everyone called BS on that and said he was using Chicago as a pawn to get what he wanted and really messed things up for the Bulls because of that uh, disingenuousness. I think that soured a lot of people, and a lot of people still feel that way about him. There are others who think, you know, he's an exciting player to watch. He's got a great name. He'll come in and he'll and, and make things more interesting than, than a straight rebuild. Um, I think people are pretty excited for him. I think, you know, Chicago does like to embrace its own, and even if he wasn't ever a guy that seemed to be really that interested in Chicago until all of a sudden it was convenient for him, uh, I think most people are embracing him. I mean, for me as a media, it's much more interesting to try to figure out how a bunch of guys that don't shoot the three and like to play iso ball are ever going to work in Fred Hoagberg's system, and how three alpha dudes, are all going to try to get along and claim that it's not their team. They're all saying the right things now, but how is that actually going to work in practice? So it's more interesting for the media than a rebuild that involves stripping the team down to Jimmy Butler and a bunch of young guys. But I don't think it's necessarily the right move for the long-term success of the team. Uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see.
1: Yeah, and they put Taj Gibson at starting power forward, so there's really yeah. very, very, very little shooting in that starting lineup. Alright, Sarah, uh, we appreciate you taking the time. I know you've got Obviously a lot of preparations to do before this Cubs game. Are you superstitious?
2: I am uh no, I was superstitious, but during my moment of zen, I realized that nothing that has ever happened before has any effect on what is happening now. So I walk into every Deep. game feeling like it's all about what the team does in that moment.
1: All right. I, that makes me feel better about what we've done on the radio here the past two hours. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> no, we no, appreciate no. Yours it.
2: Yours is all recorded and kept uh, forever. Uh, you could yeah, never, it. That's, that's true. You, it's, it's like
1: your shadow. You can't <laughs> outrun it. Sarah, we appreciate you taking the time. You have a
2: good one, guys.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?